Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gosh Darn Podcast. That's right. I try not to swear because I'm doing the YouTubes. I'm doing a simulcast. Is that what the kids are calling it? A simulcast where I'm going to do it into my regular podcasting setup, but I'm also going to broadcast it on YouTube just to annoy all of the subscribers that I have on my comedy channel. So I'm going to talk to the comedy channel for a second. They're uh, Mr. Apple, iTunes, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Hey, comedy channel, just skip this one. If you don't want to see a podcast, this that's what this is. And, and what kind of podcast is it? Am I going to have a guest? Something interesting? No, I am not. What I'm going to do is uh, blatantly, uh, unabashedly rip off Mr. Bill Burr, one of the best comics in the business, and just do his format. Uh, this is this is episode 119 of my podcast, so it's, it's not the first one, you know, if that's what you're wondering. And it, it's been a while. The last one I did was September 2019. But people have reminded me uh, that uh, this thing is fun to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm back on it now. But I'm also going to add in the YouTube. Oh, right. Back to the Bill Burr thing. So with the Bill Burr thing, and also uh, to warn you podcast people who haven't heard this before, I go off track a lot. But I always circle around. I get to my point eventually. So Bill Burr, uh, he, what he does is a podcast where he talks by himself uh, into a microphone. And it is my favorite podcast. Uh, I thought to myself, well, I'm a comedian, just like Mr. Bill Burr, equally as successful, obviously, obviously. So why not just do what he's doing? It made the most amount of sense to me. A, it's the way I wanted to listen to a podcast, just listening to a funny guy just talk about stuff. I like that. I've always I've always loved stand-up comedy. Is the idea of a one person standing there telling you uh, hilarious make-em-ups, then uh, since Bill was doing that weekly, on his, now two times a week on his podcast, I thought, that's a great format, so let's just steal it. And now I am doing the same thing, and if you like me, you know, which is, that that's a bit, that's the caveat with this whole thing, is uh, you have to be able to tolerate me. And um, I know a lot of you can't do that. So back to the YouTube audience, if you don't want to see... A man ramble on for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour about nonsense. Just skip this one and wait for my next YouTube instructional comedy video. Because uh, for, for you podcast listeners out there, I'll switch to you guys now. I do the YouTubes. I, I do videos about stand-up comedy on my comedy channel. I also, oh, this is this is news. I started a tech channel. I started... Uh, uh, I love cameras and gears and whatnot. So I posted a few of those videos on my comedy channel. But I thought, why not just go go for it? Talk about cameras like endlessly on your camera channel. So I'm also doing that. I'll leave links in the bios. I don't, you know what? I don't even know how to do this anymore. I was about to say, I'm going to leave links in the description. The description of what? Where do I post my podcast? It, it's been almost two years. I, I don't even know if my accounts are still active. I think they might be because people do listen to the podcast and they write me occasionally saying, hey, you know, I don't hate your podcast, uh, which is nice of them to say. So, um, and a special shout out. There's, there's one one guy in particular. Uh, he's, uh, he's now become a buddy of mine just, a, just through distance, almost like a pen pal, really. Don't know the guy, but but we share the YouTube passion. And uh, his name's Kevin, uh, Kevin Pum, Pumala, Pumala. Kevin, I don't know how to say your last name, buddy. Uh, but uh, he's got a great uh, channel where he plays a guitar. He's a, he's like a thrash shred 
metal guitarist and he, he plays cool songs. He also can play classical, which I found out recently because he played this cool Bach um, thing. So anyway, I'll leave links to that too. I'm all about the links these days. Me and the kids, we love links, you know? Oh, I just realized I'm going to be on camera the whole time I'm doing this podcast. I'm shifting around normally. Back in the old days, man, I used to do, um, I'm looking at my levels here. Are they any good? I, I don't know how to use my, my recorders anymore. So um, I used to do my podcast out of my car. You know, uh, oh yeah, man, oh man, where do you start when two years ha have passed? You know, do you, are you like me? When you run into somebody from, say, high school, you know, when you're an old man like me, you run into someone from high school and uh, you haven't seen them in 20 years, you literally, even though your entire life has happened, you've got nothing to say to them. Not a damn thing. You just say, hey, how are you? Uh, good. So, so how did your life turn out now that you're in your 40s? How did it go? You're like, oh, you know, I had a couple of kids. One of them got older and uh, graduated Princeton and the other one, you know, he, he went to jail for embezzlement, but he's a smart guy, you know, like where, where do you go? You just gloss over everything. I here's what I say, because this has happened to me many a time where you run into people and you haven't seen them in decades. It's such an awkward conversation. What you do is you talk about what just happened. Did the guy in the parking lot park too close to you? Probably. So so tell Chris about that. You haven't seen Chris in 20 years in high school, but you know what, man? Why, why have that awkward thing? Just just tell him about that, that stupid Honda that parked too close to your car, you know? Now how are you supposed to open the door and get a chip on it? And his car is less expensive than your car. And so obviously he doesn't care if he if he dents it. See, that, that's why I always park next to Bugatti's. I will park next to a very expensive car because I know that guy cares about his car. He's not going to want to chip my car. Even if he has a little rug rat in the back that wants to kick the door open, his dad is going to be like, ah, I value my car over you, son. Do not kick that door. I do not want a scratch on my fancy car. You know, that, that guy with the Volvo, who cares about him? It, it's his car that he's worried about, right? So you, you try not to park next to the clunkers. Don't park next to, to the old junk cars. So that reminds me. The Volvo, right? I was recording my last bunch of podcasts out of the uh, Volvo, the XC60 recording studio. Now, why? Why in God's name, Mark, are you not in your Volvo XC60? So much has changed. So much has changed, Chris, from high school. It's, uh, I got a house. I have a house. I'm in it. I'm in my house. And uh, that sounds weird to me. I feel like I shouldn't have one. That, uh... Certainly, I don't deserve it. I was about to say, I feel like I don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. I'm a stand-up comic who has basically wasted his entire life, and uh, yet I have a house in Toronto. <laughs> sure, sure, I got a wife, right, who contributed by doing most of the work, getting the house, paying for the house, you know, those things. Little things. The little things is what, is what she contributes. But uh, we got this house... Man, I know, I know I'm all over the place, guys. But I got to tell you, so far, what have, I, what have I done? I've done like two minutes. And uh, I, feel like, I feel like it's going well. I, uh, I'm staring into a camera lens while I uh, bark in my microphone. I'm also spinning my chair a lot. Listen, guys, just tuck in, all right, for the podcast. And um, just, just if you're watching it on, uh, on YouTube, I'm sorry. I pity you. 
but uh, if if you like this, great. I'm, anyway, it's just another method to get the podcast to people because some people don't have access to the Apple Podcasts or the Googles or the the what. Maybe they might watch everything on their phone or their tablet. Maybe it's like a six-year-old kid doesn't know how to work the podcasts, which is, that's my target audience, six-year-old children, which is why, once again, I cleaned it up a little bit at the beginning. Normally, I'm a little bit of a potty mouth, you know? If you go watch my stand-up comedy, it's uh, not PG-rated. I'm not some kind of blue lunatic up there, you know, screaming obscenities left, right, and center, but I don't shy away from the obscenities, and, uh, you know, I'm rough around the edges, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hard-nosed Canadian. I Occasionally some stuff comes out that uh, I'm not proud of. But on YouTube, there seems to be, you know, there, there's a lot more chance to get a younger audience that are watching this thing. And YouTube also seems to be a fairly religious. Yeah, like a lot of the, because I'm making new pals now, you know, through the through the online community. And these new people... They're often, you know, they come from churches. Like, when, like so uh, on my camera channel where I'm talking about the gear and the gadgets, a lot of people who are looking for tips and looking for techniques to do things, they're people who run sermons or they, they do the audio video for their, for their church and uh, they, they do podcasts about Jesus. And, you know, and I, you know, more power to you, right? Although how much power do you need? You got the power of God, right? You got lots of power. Anyway, the uh, I don't I don't go for that stuff so much. I was religious when I was a kid. I just kind of I moved away from it. I used to be a bit judgy of people uh, if they didn't believe what I believe, which is not much. I don't believe pretty much anything, but um, you know, I get it. Now I'm older. Now I I'm I'm older, uh, wiser in the sense I'm wise enough to know that I'm stupid. Right? Socrates said that. That was an exact quote. Wise enough to know that I'm stupid. So I don't purport to know all of the things that uh, are in the universe. I just personally don't see much point in thinking about it, believing in an afterlife, believing in these types of things. I think you got the one life, so you go waste it being a stand-up comedian. Right? That's what you should do. That's what I did, anyway. But uh, if you are religious... That's fine. Totally get it. Don't be nice to people. If you're one of the, if you, most religions, if they are, um, if you're really paying attention to what the texts are saying, most of them are pretty decent with the, hey, be nice to people. So if you do like the religion and you are one of those nice people, that's great. Now, if you're one of those lunatics who thinks that uh, their religion you know, no matter what it is, is telling you to act a certain way, judge people a certain way, discriminate, you know, do do worse, whatever, whatever. If you're one of those people, I, I, I don't care for you, you know. But the truth is, I think those people would have been nasty people without religion. I don't think the religion makes people good or bad, but maybe it, it can kind of help people rally behind certain things. So if, if you want to be a bit of a douche, I almost said the D-I-C-K. If you spell a swear word, is it still a swear word? I don't know. I spell stuff around my son all the time. He knows exactly what I'm spelling, but it doesn't matter. I mean, he's he's 25, but uh, no, the little fella, he's, he's four now, and, and uh, the other one is, uh, is two. 
and um, he just turned two. In did I even talk about him on the last podcast? So wow, well, it, it would have been September 2019. When was he born? Right? He was born in March 2019. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I would have talked about him on the podcast. So the the other little fella, he just turned two. He's had his second birthday. His second birthday in in the old COVID world. I know. I just jumped from religion to my own children, but that's what we do here. That's what we do on the podcast. My final thought on religion, before I circle back to it a million times, I'm sure, during the podcast, is um, you believe what you want to believe, all right? Uh, be good to people, and, and that's all I care about. You go, you go be good to people, and if your religion helps you galvanize your goodness, if it helps you get behind goodness, great. If it helps you get behind badness, bigotry, violence, things like that, then you know what, man? Clean up your life. Clean it up. So um, I just saw this thing. My wife was showing me this thing on uh, hijabs. It's called Hands Off My Hijab. And uh, there's all these ladies who are uh, saying, you, you don't have the right to tell me to take off my hijab. That's between me and Allah. And, uh, you know, did I? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. I think, well, personally, I wouldn't wear it. You know? It, it doesn't uh, I, I <laughs> doesn't go with my facial features to wear it. and um, But go ahead and wear what you want. That's a, one of the things I don't understand. Like, France is big on um, big on telling people to take off that hijab. Here, here is, look, look here, here we go. I'm, I'm in charge of France. Monsieur Bennett. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, lady says, oh, I want to wear my hijab at work. Or no, uh, fine. I don't care what you wear. Put on a put on a potato sack. Put on a religious garb. I don't I don't care. Wear whatever you want. It, you know it's it's uh if that if that's how you feel, go ahead. Who who cares? I don't understand why you're mad if somebody's wearing a certain thing. When people talk about you know some of those ceremonial knives and swords, some of that I find a little bit uh, confusing. That I'm not. I don't. I think that's a more nuanced thing. That's wear wearing a piece of cloth around your head. So what if the what if the lady walks in with a baseball hat on? Does she have to take that off? Well, if you don't want to take off the baseball hat, you know, if you're not if you're not screaming at people like my mom, she used to wear um, what looked like a hijab, but it was to cover up her perm in the rain. Uh, her permanent. She would just have a little cloth that she would cover up her head. And if she went into a place of business uh, in France, they would have screamed, you take that off your head. And she was like, I'm just protecting my hair, you know. But so, but they wouldn't have. You see what I'm saying? They wouldn't have screamed at her, take that thing off, because they would have thought, oh, it's a protective thing for the rain. Baseball hat, uh, the scarf, whatever. Who cares? Just let them wear what they want. I just, like, I mean, pick your battles, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying about, okay, so a sword... Now, you go in to the workplace, and you're like, I'm sorry. I have to have a six-foot ceremonial sword on me at all times. Uh, I think that that is definitely something we should question. You know, uh, if somebody says, ah, look, my AK-47, that is my, uh, this is part of my religion, and uh, I get to carry it and point it at receptionists. They, I always point it at their face. That's part of my religion. You can't just... You know, I know it's not that simple, and I'm sorry if I've offended you if you enjoy carrying swords into your place of work. However, you know, I, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I, I know the answer to that one, 
Well, that one is definitely gives me more pause than somebody wants to wear a, a, a piece of fabric. Anywho, so my boy is four years old and loves wearing the hijabs. <laughs> this guy, he just, he, this, I can't put this on YouTube, can I? I mean, nobody really watches my YouTube channel anyway. I get a few thousand views. You know what? I'm putting it up. I don't even care. And when I get a lot of thumbs down comments, I'll take it down. You know, is I, I take the thumbs down really personally. You know, I just don't like it. It's like, you know, oh, someone's at my door. Oh, I think, you know what? I think that's my son's uh, bike helmet. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I have a house. Did I tell you that? Mailman. Mailmen? Mail persons. Hey, wearing whatever they want to wear. Whatever kind of clothing they want to wear. Mail persons come to my house. My house. Not my wife's. Mine. And they, they drop things off like my son's bike helmet because he can ride a bike now because we don't live in an apartment. I mean, you can ride a bike if you live in an apartment, but but it's easier because if I store his bike in the garage and then we can just drive it straight out of the garage and uh, into the street. Traffic. No, but it is much easier. Like I'm recording this. When When is it? What's the date? It's April 11th. 2021 and in case you're you're listening to this uh, 10 years in the future and i'm you probably are because you know who wouldn't want to go back and hear what mark bennett had to say in 2021 still the times of COVID, still the COVID times so this is the whole impetus for getting the house in general and uh, aside from our terrible terrible neighbors oh you guys long time listeners of the podcast you know you know the trouble we have with neighbors. Taking them to court. I told you that, right? Took them to court. Oh, my God. And uh, I, if you hear if you hear some screaming right now, and my wife and kids, they're up. I'm, I'm, uh, that, that was one of the beauties of doing it in the car. Sure, I looked like an absolute lunatic when I was recording my podcast in the car. If anybody was to walk by and see me recording it, but it gave me a huge amount of privacy. Now, I, I have a home, so I'm not going to go out into my driveway, get into the car, and start recording. You know, I have neighbors now. You know, the people who are going to be there tomorrow. So it's like back in, when I was in the apartment building, I was in, the, park, I was in the, uh, the parking lot. You know, somebody would walk by your car, but they weren't necessarily somebody you would see again because the apartment building had a whole lot of people in it. So you'd be embarrassed when they saw you screaming into a microphone by yourself. But you probably are not going to see him again. And if you are going to see him, maybe it'd be months later. And they probably have forgotten your dumb face. But right now, I have real neighbors who, who live permanently around me. And I can't have them realizing what a... a I almost swore. Oh, stop myself. Uh, realizing what a, a ridiculously insane individual I am. No, they have to find that out slowly over time. Not immediately, all in one foul swoop. Uh, fell? It's one fell swoop. <laughs> yeah, I realized the other day that uh, the whole time I, I've been wrong about that. There's this, some comedian, what's his name, Nate Bergadze? He has this bit about him and his wife arguing over one foul swoop, and it's, real, it's really one fell swoop. And um, I, the whole time I'm sitting there, like, in my head mocking him because I know he's wrong, and I look it up, and it turns out he's right. Yes. I'm I'm wrong about pretty much everything. Any hoozles. I uh the kids are around, the wife is around. Uh I'm on a dynamic microphone, so if you guys watch my tech channel, you know what that means. 
But uh, so that should it should really only pick up my voice, and that's that's all that matters. And um, plus, if I'm in the car shooting the the well, it's not shooting, recording the podcast, I can't shoot it. You know, I can't shoot it with my fancy cameras with all my lights up in my studio. Because uh, if you're watching this, which you probably shouldn't, um, I I've set up my entire studio the way I set up for my tech videos to record my podcast just so I can look as pretty as possible but speaking of pretty I um, do not look particularly fetching these days I have uh, I've got the COVID hair it's um, it's not a symptom of COVID but I guess technically it's a symptom of the of, of the situation we're in where I live in Toronto and Toronto is one of the harder hit areas in certainly in uh, North America and um, means we're locked down all the time. We don't go anywhere. They don't open anything. And uh, just you simply haven't been able to get your hair cut. There's been like two or three weeks out of the whole year where you could get your hair cut. And uh, I wasn't going to go take that risk. And also, at the age of 43, which I will be in a few days, at the age of 43, it really gave me the opportunity uh, to, to live out this midlife crisis. I had a bit of a shaggy haircut back in my 20s, in my late 20s when I was starting comedy, and I was a cool dude, man. People, I wore a hemp chain. Huh? A hemp chain. A rope, rope necklace with my longer hair. People call me man and dude all the time. Literally, I'm, I'm not kidding about this. Four separate occasions, I was stopped on the street and asked if I could sell someone weed. Not buy it. That's how That's how cool I looked. People assumed that guy, he's not just a, a consumer of the marijuana. He, he could provide it to me. This is a man. This is like if you were in prison and you're like, that guy over there, that's a man who knows how to get things. That's how I looked. People, people respected me. And then you get older, right? And, um, you know, you have that less of that youthful glow. So you start uh, trimming the hair down and it gets shorter and shorter. And, uh, you know, that's fine and all. But people stop calling me man. And dude, nobody tried to buy drugs off me. So um, now with the COVID thing, like it's kind of like it represents that I'm a hero to have long hair. So my midlife crisis is going strong. And I got the the super long shaggy hair. And um, speaking of shaggy, people I'm... I wore a green shirt on one of my YouTube videos, and I, I'm not kidding. I got 100, maybe 200 comments. Hey, look at Shaggy. He's entered the, the YouTube world. Calling me Shaggy, like from Scooby-Doo, you know? And uh, that, that hurt a little bit, right? Shaggy was not the most handsome of characters, you know? They could have gone with something better, you know, like a, like a, John, a Johnny Depp, you know? Something, no. Shaggy, so that's it. That green shirt is outlawed. It's banned. It's funny with the short hair. It used to be one of my better shirts. I'd wear uh, that that color green. It's like an army green with my short hair, and people would often compliment me, say, "That's a really nice shirt. That goes very nicely with your skin tone." Stuff like that. People people say stuff like that in real life. And um, but when I grew the hair out, every time I wear the green shirt, hey Shaggy, you gotta who who would have thought that uh, the color of shirt you're wearing uh, changes. With, with how long your hair is. Anyway, I like it, uh, having the long hair. Oh, no, I hate it. But I like the idea of growing it out just to see what happens. I need it to be a bit longer. It is currently 
just the right amount of long so that when I sneeze, I have to take a shower. It's just, it goes straight into my mouth. Like, see, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. Like, as I'm eating, the hair goes straight into my mouth, or if I sneeze <clears throat> or cough or whatever, and don't cough in 2021. I'll tell you what, with the COVID, oh, people, they'll shoot you dead in the street. So, um, yeah, it's if it got a little bit longer, then and it wasn't like right at my mouth nose hole, then I think that'd be great. You can also then tuck it behind the ear. You know, you have more options. But this in between where it's certainly long hair, but not long enough to, to get out of your way is a very annoying stage. And I got the little children, so they're always dropping crap all over the floor, sometimes actual crap on the floor. And you have to go bend down and pick it up. And uh, well, belched, excuse me, no edits. And uh, I, I go down and I pick up whatever it is on the floor and then the hair goes straight into my face. I can't see a thing. I've smacked my head so many times and I got the dusty bones. You guys, longtime listeners of the podcast, you know I have a, 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 bone, a bone density. Let's call it an issue where, um, you know, I don't have any bones. And it's a genetic thing I've had my whole life. And it's just as you get older and you have less bones, as you get older, they just start disappearing. Since I already had so little... The doctors are all like, oh, my God, we're freaking out. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, whole, it's a whole thing. But uh, I'm still, I'm pretty, overall, I'm, I'm doing well. I, I pretty much move around the way I would expect. We'll see as I get older. That, that's probably where the danger is. As long as I'm careful, I can break bones pretty easily. So as long as I'm careful, things should be all right. I'll try not to get in so many cage matches. You know what I mean? And uh, the bones are going okay. But what the hell was I talking about? Anybody know? I switched once I switched to the bone thing, it gets me off on a whole nother a whole nother? It's a a whole other. You can't say whole nother, especially around my wife. Drives her nuts. Because that's not a word. Nother? A whole other tangent. So, um Oh yeah, the right. Picking up that's what I was saying. I was smacking my head, picking up the toys, you know, and it's uh it's just not great. But I think if the hair is long enough, then you can just move it. You know what I mean? Like I can't wash my face. I don't know how the ladies do it or the men with long hair. How do you wash your face? I bend down, I bend over the sink, splash up the water, and I'm just dousing hair. That's in front of my face. I don't get any water on the face. I just, I basically rinse my hair with soap and water. Don't even touch the face. This is, that can't be right. You know? Anyway, just so the COVID times. Speaking of that, the whole, look, the whole thing, the vaccine rollout, Canada has not been great. Let's let's call it uh, call it what it is. Haven't done a great job, um, but they are coming. The vaccines are they're out. Our next door neighbor, he's uh, 55, and we are in a high priority area, which is great news for me. High priority area it means we we got a lot of COVID in this area, and uh, so he since he's 55, he qualifies to go get his vaccine, and he's already got it booked. And the thing is, what's a little annoying about that? It's great for him. But, uh, you know, the people I really care about is, is myself and, uh, and the be and my dependents. And I call everyone in my house a dependent. They all depend on me greatly. And uh, my wife, she's got, she's got severe asthma. <laughs> we sound like a real, real healthy couple, don't we? My bones are falling apart. Uh, wife's got severe asthma. Anyway, she's uh, got 20% lung capacity. So it's, it's extremely extremely low lung capacity this whole COVID thing i don't know if you heard is a respiratory illness and uh so you figure oh that's, that's going to be a problem 
And since my wife, she's on a medication, uh, Simbicort, which is a, an immunosuppressant uh, medication, suppresses the old immunos, and she uh, technically, so she qualifies as a high-risk category. Not the highest, but a high-risk category. So now you have to sign up online to get one of these slots. So our 55-year-old neighbor, they let him sign up, no problem. Sarah, they won't let her do it. They said because she's not over the age of 50, which, so you know what I mean? Do you see how that can't be good? So he, when he clicks the drop-down menu of over 50, he gets in right away. She, who is a much higher risk of, of having a, a bad situation with COVID, is, uh, doesn't get to do it because she is not 50 years old. It's uh, a little bit kooky, you know? To, all I know is that uh, we got to get these vaccines soon. And if you're out there, if you're vaccine hesitant, you know, I, it's, it's easy. It's easy to be. I, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, and I definitely don't want to. But here we are. If you if you're vaccine hesitant, as as people are saying right now, and uh, it's easy to get that way with the way the world bombards you with information. This is scary. That's scary. AstraZeneca held this back. Pfizer is doing this to make a profit. Yada yada yada. How can you approve a vaccine so quickly, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. All just look into the real sites, the real medical sites. My, my buddy is a, he's an internal medicine over in Kingston, which is one of the hospitals that's doing the best across um, the Ontario region. They've taken a lot of patients that have come from Toronto and uh, they're of course at capacity like everybody else. But, um, and that's another thing, if for the people who think that maybe it's being fabricated or, or doctored, uh, at, by now you should know that this is not and if you go to the ICUs and the emergency rooms in any hospital, certainly in Ontario, especially southern Ontario, you're going to see them all working above capacity. So that's not good and uh, creates problems for all of society. So uh, he's been sending me some literature on uh, real doctor information that's coming out. And uh, it's all very pro you should go get the vaccine. People who are getting the vaccine aren't dying, uh, even if they get sick or even if they have side effects. No one in Canada has actually died of any vaccine or side effect, uh, or they have not died of COVID once they get the vaccine. Very reassuring. And um, and basically right now, 40% of Canada is saying they don't want to take the vaccine. And that's too many. Like we, we need uh, the herd to be immune. And the only way we can do that is through these vaccines. People say, oh, the vaccines, they've been, they've, it's been uh, approved too quickly. They've been working on uh, vaccines like this since the 30s. There was an outbreak of chickens in the 30s. I read a whole thing on it where so they basically they've been compiling information for almost 100 years on uh, that that enabled them to kick it into high gear for this particular vaccine. And the thing that's really making the rollout faster is the manufacturing process because so much money and infrastructure has been dedicated to it um, once they cracked the code on how to get the vaccine to get the vaccine approvals. They were doing, um, you know, uh, various manufacturing techniques to make sure that it was coming out faster and faster. So all I'm saying is... Um, if you don't believe me, just look at don't 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 look at Facebook uh, or the YouTubes. To ironically, I'm saying that as I'm broadcasting this on YouTube for the real information. Uh, go go to real um, medical sites 
and you will be comforted, I think. I, I certainly was. Because I have a blood clotting disorder, because why not, right? Why not have that to go along with my metabolic bone issue? Uh, I have a factor five Leiden. It is a, is a blood clotting. I, I am much more susceptible to blood clots than um, the average person in the population. So it may never be a problem for me my whole life, but... It might be, especially when it comes to surgeries and um, and uh, ha having severe illnesses, things like that. The uh, my blood clotting issue might come up. So, when AstraZeneca was saying, "Hey, we people are like, oh, you might get blood clots that uh, fry your brain," then um, I was immediately worried, going, "Well, you know, that doesn't sound good for me." I got the whole blood clotting thing, but after reading the literature, even though currently it's not available for people under 55 in Canada um, or in Ontario, they're not letting us do it because they want to they want to do some research and do some checking. But I'm pretty sure when they check it, they are going to find out that it is also very safe. And no one in Canada, uh, and a bunch of people took AstraZeneca in Canada, no one has had uh, a, the, the death side effect. So um, even even if I'm offered that one, I, I will take it. I'm taking whichever one comes first. Our mayor, old John Tory, he uh, he's over 55, so he was allowed to take the AstraZeneca, and then he did. Yeah, so you know what? You can say whatever you want to say, and a guy's putting his money where his mouth is. He's like, hey, I think all the vaccines are safe. And everyone said, oh, yeah? What about that AstraZeneca that makes people's brains explode and drips out of their nose? And he said, oh, yeah, I'll take it. What do you think of that? And he stood up, boom, took it right in the arm. His brain exploded immediately. Too bad. Rest in peace, John Tory. No, he's alive and well. He's kicking. And uh, given given the public confidence, that's that's what you want in your mayor, you know? It's like, uh, next thing you know, he'll be shirtless, riding a horse, like old Putin. Oh, I just got flagged. I just got flagged by the KGB. They're on this podcast now, baby. Look at that. I've done over 30 minutes already. 30 minutes before the KGB got interested in my old uh, podcast. Now, listen. I know this wasn't organized, and I know I, I didn't cover things linearly, but I never do, so I'm not going to apologize. Plus, this is free. What do you want, right? Didn't even swear once, not even one time. I'm like, Brian Regan over here. Great comic. Brian Regan did a video on him on the YouTube channel. Okay, that's enough about the YouTube. The um, So, I mean, I glossed over getting, getting a house pretty quick. So before I end the podcast... I'll talk a little bit about that. So we um, we had we lived in an apartment building and uh, in Toronto, and that it was difficult because we got the two young kids, and you, to try to get them out of the house, you got to get on the elevator with a bunch of other coughing covids, and then uh, then try to get out, and then and then where are you going? Where are you going? Well, most of the parks were shut down. Or literally, I was taking my son on a scooter. We were, we were driving around the apartment building's parking lot, and I had to stand at the entrance of the parking lot because people just tear their cars in. So I had to stand at the entrance of the parking lot so that he could drive around. So if a car came, it was just going to hit me in, in my, my dusty bones back, and then I'd go flying, and at least my son would have a fighting chance, right? And then, but the, here's the, the kicker, is that cars were already parked in the parking lot. So if I was standing at the entrance of the parking lot to block people from coming in, to run over my children, then cars that were in the parking lot that I couldn't see, people could have returned from the day of shopping, got in their car, and started driving back the other way, you know? So I was running from the entrance to the back of the parking lot in a sprint, just over and over again, 
so that my son could be outside for five minutes. Do you see? And that doesn't even, it doesn't even talk about the fact that um, our next door neighbors who we took to court, we took them to court because they, uh, it wasn't us. Our apartment building asked us to take them to court. Like it, they, they, they really wanted to kick them out um, because they were bad people. And they uh, blasting their music all hours of the night. We didn't complain about that. What we complained about was the smoking because they were smoking in their apartment nonstop, 24 hours a day, and it was just wafting into our apartment. It's like we lived in a cigar bar. It was just, uh, you hear my newfie accent there, a cigar bar. It was unlivable. So we asked our apartment building, hey, can you stop the smoke from coming in? We didn't say kick those people out. We just said, they can't be right with the ventilation, right? The smoke that we're getting in here. And then they, they just says, yeah, yeah, there's nothing we can do about that. But then rest of the people on our floor started complaining about the smoke. And the people upstairs from that apartment were complaining about all the smoke because it was just so much that nobody could take it. So they told the people, you got to stop smoking. I'm sorry. And they said, we have the right to smoke. It is our right. And they said, not if it infringes on the rights and freedoms of the people next to you. And I know it seems like you can smoke in your apartment, but you actually can't if we say you can't. And, um, and of course, the apartment complex was correct. We, we went to court, and then they said, no, you're infringing on uh, the, the enjoyment. Uh, I don't know how they phrased it. The real, uh, the practical enjoyment of other people's homes by what you're doing in your home. So you have to stop doing that thing. And, um, you know, it's the same thing if you if you had horrific smells coming out of your apartment or, or a, a ton of noise coming out of your apartment. If it's infringing on the right of other people close by to enjoy their own homes, then you can be told to stop doing that. So they, they were. And um, they were super mad at us. And uh, the lady said one time about uh, my wife, they said, just because some see you in another letter and her stupid baby are having trouble uh, that I have to stop smoking. And like, I was walking past her apartment when I heard her screaming that because, you know, we live next door. And I'm like, I almost knocked on the door and said, do you hear what you just said? A woman with 20% lung capacity and her baby are having trouble breathing. And they're the problem. You think they're the issue here? Anyway, they, they ended up, those people got the entire building was banned from smoking uh, anything. Cigarettes, marijuana, and that—that that wasn't us. That was the building. So, and the whole building hates them now, which is great. Um, that being said, we wanted to get out of there as soon as we could, and also um, because of the COVID times, people couldn't leave their apartment. Well, they didn't want to leave their apartment, and so people who had dogs. There was this one guy a few floors up. I don't know if I put this in my pocket. I don't think I did. He was a few floors up, and he had a dog that he didn't want to walk, so he just let him take a dump. And, and, and a, a pee on, on his patio, on, on the stone patio, and he would put it in a bucket. I learned this from our superintendent because the bucket would overflow, you see, especially when it rained, and it would pour down onto all of the balconies below it, including our balcony. I kept saying to Sarah, what's going on? That's my wife. What's going on? Why does our balcony smell like piss and, and, and excrement? What is the deal? And then I saw some excrement rolling across our patio a few times. So I call the super. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And he said, oh, I know what's happening here. And he just left the apartment, went upstairs, ba ba boom. Ten minutes later, he came down. He was like, yeah, there's this guy. We have trouble with him. He lets his dogs pee in a bucket. 
the whole thing. And we're like, okay, so you gotta, he's gotta stop that, right? That's it. It seems that seems like a reasonable request in our very expensive apartment. It's, it was an expensive part, apartment building, not the most expensive in the world, but we were at a we're, we were in an expensive area of Toronto, right next to the subway line. These apartments weren't cheap. For instance, my house, the 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 mortgage on the house is roughly the same as renting a two bedroom apartment. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was expensive. And we're saying, so could maybe uh, uh, dog shit not fall onto our heads? Is um, is that um, too much to ask? But so this guy was a lunatic because that's what you get when you're surrounded by hundreds of people. Some of them are lunatics. And he wasn't going to stop anytime soon. So um, myself and Sarah, we, we, we looked at each other and we said, uh, it's time. Uh, whatever excuse you want to make about a ho- rising house market, um, that real estate is too expensive, whatever excuse, whatever. We can't have people dropping turds on our head. All right? That's it. We got to get out of here. Now's the time. So luckily, we were in a spot where everyone was really afraid to go out with the COVID. And um, this one house went for sale that was in an area that one of my good buddies lives in. So his wife actually told us about it. Uh, we were about to move um, anywhere. We just didn't care where. We looked at houses in Ottawa, but that was a no-go. Um, so we got, uh, we got when we got this email, we literally booked the appointment for two hours after we saw the email. We I got, we, we took the whole family in the car, masks and all. I got out of the car. Looked at the place for five minutes, went back in the car. My wife got out, looked at the place for five minutes, got back in the car. We both said, yep, let's put a bid in. We put a bid in. They gave it to us immediately. 24 hours, we got it, which is not the case anymore. Now it's really hard to buy, really, really hard to buy a house in Toronto because everybody is in the same situation we were in, which is like, I got to get, I have to get more space. I have to get my own space. All these people who are living in condos and apartments, they're like, I need something. I can't have turds on my, on my breakfast cereal. So, you know. We're just so very, very happy that uh, we got lucky enough that when we decided to buy a house, it was it was a bit of a slow time in the market. It, it was just this month or two where people were a little afraid to go out and buy a house. We were too, but we were, you know, you heard what was going on. We had to, we had to go. I mean, uh, it was it was a minor risk to take with all of our precautions. We bought the damn thing. Sure, has it been perfect? No. Uh, we had to replace the roof uh, just just this winter. It started leaking. Listen, you don't need to hear this. All right. All I'm saying is it's a detached home, and uh, which means nobody, no one's right next to me anymore. You know, nobody can smoke their guts out right next to me. Nobody can throw their animal feces on top of me. Is I'm I'm alone. You know. Oh my God, I'm a man on an island. Sure, an island with two little kids who. Don't give you one single break because it's COVID. No one's going to daycare. No one's going to school. It's just daddy daycare all the time. Because my wife, who has a real job, she has to work all day long. She sits on her computer from 8.30 to 5, sometimes later, and just works. She doesn't even eat lunch. I swear to God. She just works all day long. And so I'm I'm totally responsible for these two kids, which is why they're going to grow up terribly. This is a, It's not a good situation for anybody. Obviously, I'm not cut out to do it, and they're going to suffer greatly. Because is what, what is it? What is it they say about homeschooling? You can only be as smart as, as your as your dad if he's the one homeschooling you. That's a, it's a joke by Daniel Woodrow. Except he says, 
I can only be as, you can only be as smart as your mom because that's who was homeschooling him. He's a, he's a comic in Toronto, Mr. Daniel Woodrow. Look him up. He's a funny guy. Anywho, oh my God, I've, I got to clue this podcast up. It's just, it's been a while. So there was so much to say, you know, but I'm glad we didn't harp too much on the, on the world as it is. You know, let's, let's look at the positive guys, you know, as long as you just live every day to the fullest. I'm trying to end with some kind of the more, you know, message. I don't know. Uplifting, you know, that it's, it's, I'm just, I'm just grateful. Guys, have you done your gratitudes? They say that if you want to be happy, you should do three gratitudes. I think it's three every day. You wake up and you say three things you're thankful for. And apparently that tricks your brain into being less depressed. Maybe it doesn't trick your brain. Maybe it reminds your brain not to be depressed. Like like I was reminded about this podcast, that this is fun. And uh, sure, everyone's going to thumbs down it on YouTube. I get that, right? But all I'm saying is that uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing it, and that's how you should do your life. Go have a lot of fun. And if you're if you're a white, cisgendered male like myself, oh, my God, yeah, you get to do that. And somehow life still works out for you. That That is, I, I've, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but that's how I know, like when people talk about white privilege and all these things, how I know that, yeah, I probably got that, is that I'm a, you know, I don't know what you'd call me. I'm not a go-getter. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a competitive winner. You know, I pretty much, I'm also, I also hate authority. Uh, I won't take jobs. Um, I don't work well with others. I'm I'm a great person. I don't, I don't do anything that I don't want to do at all. Like if, if something happens where I don't want to do it, I just don't. I stop. I go, nah, I'm doing something else. I'm not doing that. And people are like, really? You're going to, you you should. It's a, it's a, it'll give you a nice job, benefits, and a retirement plan. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. And yet, here I sit in my own recording studio, in my own house, in Toronto, a very good city. I'm pretty sure that's privilege. I don't, uh, I don't know anyone else that could do as little as I do and still pull this off, you know? Anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for li- thanks for listening, and uh, w- I'll do this again soon. I have no idea when. Maybe two years from now. Ah, uh, nah, this is too much fun. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again soon. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Um, the podcast is called the the podcast. The podcast is I said shut up. I was gonna change the name. I was gonna change it to Overthinking It with Mark Bennett, and here's evidence that I should have changed the name. That's one of the reasons I stopped doing the podcast. I took a pause and I thought, well, now that I've paused, let's get a new website up, let's get a new logo, and we'll call it Overthinking It with Mark Bennett, which was a suggestion from a funny comedian named Tim Nutt because he he knows me. And uh, he says, that's what you should call that podcast, Overthinking It, because that's all you do. And that is true. So um, here's evidence that he's right, is that I, I'm still not able to do that because I'm still thinking about it. So uh, that's it for me. This is Overthinking It with Mark Bennett. And we'll catch you again soon. All right. Bye-bye.